Today we're talking about creating positive change in your agency, and I am super excited to welcome Adam Force. Uh, Adam is the founder and CEO of Change Creator Magazine. How are you doing today, Adam? I'm doing awesome. Excited to uh, talk with you. I'm super excited that you're here. Um, so tell us a little bit about the, the story, like talk about Change Creator Magazine, why you felt the need to launch it, like what happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, without getting too crazy into my background, I was working at WebMD, which is a great company. And so I had a lot of experience in media publishing. I was the director of strategic marketing. And so that was 10 years of my life. Um, but like a lot of people today, I just it wasn't exactly what I wanted to be doing for the next 10 years of my life. Uh, so I started exploring social entrepreneurship, you know, several years ago when there really wasn't anything out there about it. I mean, literally nothing. Um, and I loved it because it was taking charge of your own life, starting a business and doing that with the sole purpose of, you know, protecting our environment, helping people, you know, social change and those types of things. So I got really into social entrepreneurship, the magazine, um, after doing a lot of self-inventory and figuring out what the heck direction I should go, um, it made sense because of my experience. One thing I did learn after a lot of trial and error is lean into your skill sets. <laughs> it's, it speeds things up a lot. So I went down the publishing route because I, um, I did some research on the digital magazine app environment. It is more people are going from print to digital content is everything is all about digital. So having an app experience is really important. And there were no magazines on iTunes or Google play for social entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. So there was a gap in the market and that's something um, that's the type of magazine I would have loved to have had. Instead, I was reading Inc, you know, yeah. Forbes entrepreneur, all great magazines, but very different mission, different approaches, different content, not looking, not giving me what I was looking for. So this was an opportunity for me to take my skills, fill this gap and now bring this to the table. Yeah. I love it. I love stories like that because it's super authentic. Um, and, and I was exactly where you were 10 years ago, looking for that and really like wanting that, you know, that social entrepreneurship. I didn't even know the name of it at the time. Right, you know, it's right. like, I just knew I liked helping people and I like to have my business and I like the freedom and all that. But like, how do you juggle all of that? So, yeah, it's, it's just a, a great story. Um, Thanks. You know, there's for obviously for our audience, um, all creative agency leaders, I feel like and we chatted about this a little bit earlier. Um, there are a lot of young people who are employed at creative agencies and all they want to do is work on nonprofit work and social good stuff and CSR campaigns. And <laughs> I love that about them. I, I love the passion. Yeah. Um, but there's sort of this, uh, maybe it's a misnomer or I don't know what it is, but how would you sort of advise other creative agency leaders um, as to how to infuse social good or social change into their business model. Yeah, well, I love agency work and the creative side of things. So I can, I think they're going in the right direction if it's something they're considering. Um, the business model today is evolving. So if you look at the data, Nielsen, Pew, Deloitte, you want to understand the behaviors and attitudes of each generation as each generation gets younger, and now we have Generation Z coming into the workforce, be, they'll be contributing to the economy just like millennials are now. Um, and they're going to have an even stronger desire to do things that matter, to, to do meaningful work. They'll take a lesser salary as long as it means they're doing work that aligns to their values. Yep. So if I was considering something like that and I was running the agency and our model was 
had that that missing component of impact, um, I think you could start. You don't have to just re-strategize from the ground up and rework your entire business model. I think a starting point I would recommend is to start bringing up the idea to your employees, right? These are the people that are going to be contributing and interested in this. They work harder for a company and they want to participate with someone who's doing something meaningful, right? So there are ways to start exploring, well, what are you guys interested in? Is there ways to maybe do some type of pro bono agency work once in a while, just like a lawyer might, where you can get them on a project with, you know, charity water, you get them on a project that they're interested in, let them get their feet wet. And this way you can have a little variety as well. So you're not, you're not telling people where they need to spend their time, but you let them have some options. Um, there's also programs you can do just to start getting your feet wet. And again, this goes down a volunteer route. WebMD did this too. We would organize events where we go do cleanups or we go do things for plastic pollution or health and we help and we do things. People got into it and they like it. Yeah. Once you start doing that and you start kind of reframing your business, now you gotta start thinking about the business a little bit and say, how would I reframe my mission to be more holistic now and make this a permanent feature of what we do? So now when the next employee comes, it's, Yes, we're a creative agency. Here's what we believe. And now it's part of your your essence, yeah, right? Yeah. And so once you see where your employees' interests are and all those things, now you can start coming up with ways to revise the business model. And there's no magic answer to how you do that. There's so many creative ways to come up with impact models. You know, the classic is Tom's simple one, one for one, right? The shoes. Um, but I recently were, uh, interviewed someone from Devona, which is a perfume company. They do cruelty-free perfume. However, they also help women who have been abused and been through very difficult situations by sending them care packages. So for every product they sell, they take $2 and it gets distributed to social enterprises that have other products and to uh, nonprofit partners who help with distribution of those care packages. So they take the money, they create care packages, and they have all these partners now. So they're not only giving these women these care packages, but they're supporting the other social enterprises and they're supporting the other nonprofits. Yeah. So there's creative models like that as well. And I think you just have to start looking at what's important to you and your company and then find creative ways to leverage the skills and expertise your company and what you're about to, to contribute to those things. Yeah, and I, I couldn't agree more that it's really gonna start with the employees and what their own personal passions are because otherwise you're just kind of pulling something from, from midair and it, it just doesn't feel as uh, authentic. Exactly. And just it's just like anything else. Get feedback from people so that, that you want them to be part of the decision making process. Get their feedback and just take it slow from there. You could start off with volunteering. It can become part of your business model, too. I mean, you can obviously get onto accounts as an agency to work with a lot of social enterprises. And even if you don't they don't have the big budgets Apple might have but they do need creative support and they can pay something so you can help them scale their impact. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and just kind of along the lines of advertising and creative work, I feel like um, sort of authenticity, you know, we just touched upon that. Authenticity has sort of become the new norm. And I wanna just guide the, the uh, conversation a little bit in, in that direction. Um, why do you think that is? Um, well, because we're bombarded every day with a lot of junk, right? Okay. So <laughs> over the years, obviously people are 
especially with the internet now, there's so much stuff coming out and everyone's trying to get your attention all day long. And then you go and you look at something at, you know, you look at a vacuum cleaner and next thing you know, you're on another website and it's following you all <laughs> over the place, right? Um, so no matter where you are on your device or even driving down the highway, you're getting advertising, advertising. And a lot of it was people putting on gimmicks, you know? So it, as soon as someone sees something, especially the millennial generation, red flag, they're out, like that's it. You know, they don't wanna hear it. Um, the authenticity is, break, is breaking through the clutter now. And it's an interesting, um, you know, a trend, I wanna say maybe for 2018. And it's not that you want to try to, in my mind, create authenticity. Right. It should be a natural thing that can occur because of an idea that you believe in. If you believe, so here's here's what I'm trying to say. Here's an example. Do you know uh, Russell Brunson? Oh yeah. He's marketing expert. I interviewed him and chatted with him. And in his book, he says one common characteristic of successful people who create movements is they are um, charismatic. And I start wondering, well, so if you're charismatic, it's because you really believe in your idea. And if you really believe in your idea, you're going to speak about it authentically. Mm -hmm. Um, so you want to have something that you're really passionate about because that will naturally come out and you shouldn't always try to put on a show. You should be willing to be vulnerable. So I think that's a key part of authenticity is vulnerability. Sure. Um, and if you're willing to open up, be vulnerable, show people really what not, it's not just about you eating Cheetos on the couch and saying, Hey, I'm the founder of this agency. It's no, it's speaking from your heart. It's it's getting people to understand why you're doing what you're doing, why it's important. And that authenticity will come through, especially if it's an idea that you really believe in. Right, right. And so like, just kind of like piggybacking on that, um, I also feel like there's this, this greater shift toward, I don't know, just like uh, a greater shift in, in our collective consciousness. Like this yep. whole, you know, are we want to do good as part of our everyday human experience? Um, just, I, I know that you totally resonate with that. So I just want to hear your thoughts about that. I 100% agree. I just interviewed Daniel Levine yesterday and he's a trends expert. And um, we had an interesting conversation about just that topic. And you're right. Again, I'll reference the data and you can see that this is happening uh, more and more. And what we see around the world today is a reflection of our collective consciousness. So all the problems, the challenges, it is a reflection of our collective consciousness. And so I think that that is something that continues to evolve. And over time, Let's just say, for example, the internet is now with the younger generation giving them access to more information, and that allows your empathy to reach further around the world, not just your local community anymore. Now I know what's going on in China. I know what's going on. I see the videos. I see the bad things, the good things. And as that empathy reaches further, people want to help. They want to make it better. And because of that, I think you're seeing a growing movement and transition into this mindset of, I don't want to just get a job anymore. I don't want to just go to university and be a job seeker. We interviewed Muhammad Yunus and he's, he said, you know, you could be a job seeker or a job creator, but the idea is to be self-directed. And I like to say, you're learning to survive again. 
because now you have to learn how to make money. Listen, there's going to be automation coming on around the world. So get ready because it's going to get harder to find a job. And when that happens, you better know how to survive on your own. How do you make money? How do you take advantage of this amazing internet and online marketing and business and all these things? So I think at the end of the day, that's a big movement and you're spot on. And that's what's going to be happening as more and more people uh, become conscious. Yeah, I think there's also like this other component of just uh, overall living more fulfilling lives, you know, creating, Absolutely. creating those jobs that kind of align with your skill set, your passion, finding that crossover and just creating a job. So what that there's nothing in the world called an agency scaling consultant. That's what I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But that's it. You're you're doing it. That's exciting. you're carving out your own thing. And when you're self-directed, it's because you're not doing what everyone what's normal, what's traditional, what's conventional. You're doing what you do. You do you. <laughs> Right. And your business is a reflection of who you are. Yep. Just yep. like change creator is a reflection of who I am as well. And I think you're going to see more of that and it'll be better as generation Z comes in. They don't all have to be entrepreneurs. They can get on board with someone who has, who shares their values. Right. Right. Yeah. I, we just, uh, I hooked you up with, um, uh, Rachel Renock from We yes. recently. Yes. And like, that's the same type of thing. I mean, it's an organization. It's like a, a platform where, you know, people who want to do meaningful work in the digital space, they can come and, and be matched up with nonprofits who need their their services. I mean, awesome. And that's a total Absolutely. reflection of who she is. Absolutely. Yeah, um, we did end up connecting. So she's very cool. And I love the business that she's running. Yeah, for sure. So um, tell us what's next for the magazine? How do we access it? How do we contribute? What's what's the whole lowdown? <laughs> <laughs> so it is on iTunes and uh, Google Play, but based on our user feedback, we did move over to a new app. So I'm a big user experience person. So you can get it right from our website now. You can subscribe um, and we'll do a special offer for your audience. We'll, we'll, I'll send that to you um, and we can get them set up uh, with a free subscription. Okay. That's awesome. And I'll actually post that in the show notes for everybody. Perfect. Yeah, we'll do. Um, we'll have to come up with a. Uh, all they need is just a quick sign up, and they're good to go to read it. So cool. then, based on the transition we made, you can read it on desktop or mobile, any device, and it's all responsive now. So it's very easy to read on your mobile phone. And actually, we're adding a new feature starting this. This next magazine is coming out next week, and it's with Nobel Peace Prize winner Dr. Muhammad Yunus. Um, and we're gonna have the feature articles with uh, audio now. So if you don't have time to sit and read it, you can listen to the article as a narration as well. Fantastic. Yeah. Adam, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it and uh, super excited for people to learn about Change Creator. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. 